Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Hope you guys are all having a fantabulous week. Um, wanted to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Facebook, even though I'm still in Facebook jail. I've been in Facebook jail since November, and we only just recently figured it out. I don't, I don't even know what I said. Who knows what I said? Who knows what I posted? But you know what? I fucking said what I fucking said, and I don't take shit back. But make sure you're still following us on there. Um, also, follow us on Instagram. Um, I guess you can kind of follow us on Twitter. Eh, I get on there every now and then to see what the kids are up to, but that's just really about it. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're on there doing that, give us a five-star review. You can also find the show on the TuneIn app, Laughable app, and iHeartRadio. Is that everything? I think that's it. All right, so I don't think we can even go on with the show without acknowledging the fact that we are now in coronavirus 2.0 stage. Uh, Earth should be closing again any day now. Um, this has been a mess. I, this, I don't know how you guys feel, but I still feel like we're in some kind of a, a movie. It's kind of a mix of The Walking Dead, Independence Day, The Purge. It's just things are really fucking crazy right now. We're all walking around with the mask on sounding like Darth Vader. I, I don't get it. Uh, okay, but here's, in all seriousness, we should all be wearing our masks right now because we're in Texas. And I think today they just announced that we hit a high of like 6,000 new cases of coronavirus. Do you think maybe they're making it, making it up? No, they're not making it up. But what they are doing is not being real clear about what the hospital bed situation is. Right, because just like any kind of succubus or incubus thing, corona has different forms. So there's some people that get coronavirus, they don't even realize they have it. They just have a fever and I think like their taste buds are kind of off. Then you get people that are like laying on their stomachs on ventilators in the hospital. I don't, and, and then I guess everything in between, and I swear every day they come up with a new list of uh, symptoms. I'm just like, put everything. Vaginal discharge, that's a symptom of coronavirus. Drunking, being drunk, that's a symptom of coronavirus. Craving chips and queso, that is a symptom of, I mean, just, it's any and everything. But I think what it is is that whatever someone says were their symptoms is what they have to add to the symptoms list. Um, you know, a bitch could have been on her period and said, you know, I was craving chocolate the whole time. Now they put that on the symptoms list. So it's crazy. I, I can tell you for me, it, it's a lot of confusion because uh, I just went to a restaurant and I'm walking inside. Number one, you can't go through the goddamn front door anymore because the front door isn't the front door anymore. Um, there's a sign saying that if you want to enter, go all the way to the back and go through the hut. Motherfuckers, I got this good ass parking spot up front, thought I was being real super slick. I parked right next to the handicapped parking spot. And now you're telling me I gotta walk all the way to the back in 100 degree weather and a fucking wig on? Okay, so you every time you go somewhere, there's like a different set of instructions on what you have to do. So I have my purse, and then I have a mask in my hand because I'm not sure if I need to wear the mask inside the restaurant, even though when I sit down to eat, I can't have the mask on, but I still have to bring a mask. 
it's just it's just confusion right now. I don't know. You know, next week they're probably going to tell us that we all have to get a damn mask surgically put on our faces so that we're, we will wear them. You know, look, we know this thing is going around. It's not going anywhere. Um, if you go outside, you're going to come into contact with someone with the disease. Is it a disease or is it a virus? Virus. Okay, with the virus. So wash your hands, back up, back up, give people six feet, and wear your mask. Look, no one hates wearing a mask more than I do. Like today, I forgot I had to wear a mask. So I have on lip gloss, which if I would have remembered that I had to wear a mask, I would have wore like the matte lipstick so it doesn't come off. It's just, before, you know, everything now, right now, revolves around coronavirus and safety. Just, you basically, before you go anywhere, you need to not only do a Google search of the place, but you better fucking call them, too, and just say, are you open? Are you curbside only? You, got, you have to do this with your drug dealers now. I mean, I was calling my guy. He's like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to wear one of those, like, the little clear things for when I bring you your shit. I'm like, you're a fucking drug dealer. Like, really? Now you're giving me safety protocols to fuck? Really, dude? It's just, it's, it's a mess. I love the fact that uh, if somebody looked at your mask, like at the inside of your mask. They it know would, it was mine. It would look like somebody used it to kidnap someone else. Yeah, basically. Yeah, all you see is lipstick and foundation on it. I mean, at least you always know which one is mine. But I'm actually being good. I can't do the cloth ones. The cloth mask, you know, I call myself getting some cute ones, and no. I I literally, I had it on for three seconds, and I said, I can't do this shit. I'm having a, 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 a lot better experience with the disposable ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those right there. But then I was confused. I'm like, okay, is the blue side or the white side supposed to be on the inside? I had to get James to tell me. I'm like, it's just too much. It's just, all I want to do is walk outside, be able to smile to my neighbors, and they see me smile, and I want to be able to see without my glasses being all fogged up. But this is just the life that we're living right now. When's the last time you smiled at your neighbors? I smile at them sometimes. <laughs> the Africans scare me, okay? They, they see me, and I'm dark, so they start speaking their language, and I'm confused. They're confused on why I'm not responding to them, and I'm like, I no speak African, I I American, and yeah, they make me nervous. The other guy next to us, I think they're like gypsies, maybe? <laughs> I don't know what crazy, like, cartoon street you think we live on. He, he makes me nervous, he always gives me a death stare, like, oh, now they let those in the neighborhood, eh? So, yeah, I mean, so, you know what? I smile at my neighbors when they're walking their dogs. I, I love dog people. I will always, always, always smile at dog people. The other ones, not so much, not so much. It's just, and then in Texas, it's too hot for anything extra. I, I mean, today it said 9,000 degrees when I got in my truck. 9,000 degrees. 9,000 damn degrees. I'm sorry. It's just too, something's got to give. Like, either I wear the mask and I can't wear the wig, or I wear the wig, and I can't wear the mask. Maybe I should just start doing like this. <laughs> and use the Perfect. wig as my mask, and everyone's happy. And if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gap.
We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so since we are in the middle of the race wars and coronavirus, there has not been a whole bunch of stuff going on with celebrities other than them fucking getting fired from their jobs because of racist shit they said like 13 years ago. Now, here's one that I'm really on the fence about, and I know producer James is going to have to chime in there, is now we have white voice actors who have been voicing the vo voicing the voices for black cartoon characters who are resigning from their positions so that African-American voice actors can voice those cartoons. That was a lot of voice. That was a lot of voice. That voices. was a lot of voice. Yeah. It was a lot of voice, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one because, um, you know, a lot of our favorite characters, like uh, Cleveland mm -hmm. from Family Guy, mm -hmm. is voiced by a white guy. Mm -hmm. um, he do a damn good job. Like, he really, really I does. Know. I I He sounds like everybody's third black uncle. <laughs> I mean, I think he should just keep doing the voice because you're going to notice if someone, no matter how close the next person is to that voice, you're going to be able to tell that they switched. Oh, yeah, sure. And um, there's some other ones, like on a, on a show called Big Mouth, um, one of the girls, it's a, a little black girl, and her voice actor is white, and she's resigning. Um, same with uh, somebody on The Simpsons did, too. The guy who did the the voice of the Indian character? Oh, yeah, Hank Azaria, who does uh, Apu, I think, is... is but shit, isn't Hank Azaria close enough to Indian? I don't know what he is. What He's, the fuck is Azaria? It's Middle Eastern. It's something like that. It's all the same, right? But it's, it's just He's weird. He's brown, Yeah. right? Because there's... Well, the thing is, there's plenty of, of black voice actors who also do white characters. Right. Um... But it, it, I mean, I don't that have a was an with odd it. one. Weird. Yeah, you were asking me about it the other day, and I said, from one perspective, I get what because no one's forcing them to do this; they are choosing to do this themselves. I get it. On the other hand, we still have a shortage of people of color in regards to Hollywood. So, if there is an opportunity for a person of color to voice a character, that is of color. Just that's fucking stupid. I mean, some of these characters are blue. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. the, what about the Smurfs? Are we gonna have to wait till we fucking have blue people on the planet to do the Smurfs? I, that one's kind of. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, like, in voice acting, I'd love to see. That's a, a different set of rules. I think voice acting is kind of like theater. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, it's a totally different set of rules. And no one actually is supposed to know what you look like. Right. That's the point. I mean, you're voicing. You're voicing a character. You're only supposed to be looking at the character. Right. I'm not. I don't think about who voices the character when I'm watching the character. No, I mean, you're. In, if you were like me, I'm a big fan of voice actors, mm -hmm. so I know who's doing what voice because right. it's interesting. It's like knowing who the drummer of the Beatles is or something right. like that. So, I'm surprised. And at the end of the day, no one really cares about Ringo exactly Starr. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, they really don't. Exactly right. It's, it was it was John and Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Those, I mean, that one, I, I get it. I get what the actors are doing, and, and I commend them for doing it. Now, let me find out y'all really did this because y'all had a better gig that paid more money coming up, and that was the real reason behind it. I, I get it, and I, I, I am firm when I say that there most definitely needs to be an increase of people of color in Hollywood. Hollywood is really whitewashed, okay? And I say that because we still see... When we do see African-Americans in roles, 
Nine times out of ten, they are of mixed race. They are lighter skin tone. They have a different hair texture. They're on the lighter side of black. Except for Black Panther. And Viola Davis. <laughs> you can't or, get or, much blacker uh, than that. You know? and, and a person like me, I'm, I'm in the Viola Davis group. Um, so, you know, if I want it, it's harder for people of color to make it big in Hollywood, especially if you don't look like Halle Berry. When you say harder. Mm -hmm. There are not as many roles that are written specifically for, okay. for darker skinned black okay. people. And when there are roles that are kind of open, if they do pick a person of color, it's usually someone who's on a lighter skin tone. And that's the same thing with Hispanic actors, Indian actors. They, you know, they have Indian actors, but then they kind of pick the women with the lighter eyes. And it's the same with Asians. It's the more American-looking you are, the better. Yeah, I, I, I can go with you on that. When I would advise you to do so. Oh, yeah, true. Um, but when you say it's harder for them. But there's not as many opportunities. Yeah, that's, yes. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Because right. somebody who's talented and dark-skinned, mm -hmm. like Lupita Ngong, whatever her name is, yeah. she's talented. Right. She's, and she is dark. And she's dark. Yes. But she's very sought after. And she's right. also an Academy Award winner as well. Exactly. So, and she is attractive as well, too. Right. So, so that, it's, that it's, helps. You're right. So I don't know if it's harder down to the person, mm -hmm. but I see the opportunity you're talking about maybe less. Yeah, and as long as Jordan Peele keeps writing fucking movies, she'll always have a job. Oh, she will. That's just what I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been, it's been kind of rough, especially for um, reality TV stars. Damn. Ooh. At this point, Bravo ain't going to have no shows other than The Real Housewives of Atlanta, The Shaws of Sunset, and The Real Housewives of Potomac. Everyone else is getting fired. Um, someone did, did ask me the question, did I think that it was fair that people are going back and digging up old tweets or social media posts or in the case of some of the ladies on Vanderpump, now see, those bitches should have gotten fired because what they did was just Who was that? straight on Vanderpump rules, oh. uh, which I don't watch. It's one of the reality TV shows that I actually don't watch, but these bitches went too far with their shit. They actually called the police on a castmate, knowing damn well that she wasn't the uh, person that the police was looking for, but they were being assholes. But here's the thing is, we all say stupid things uh, at some point in our lives, and once you put it on social media, I don't care if you put it on there for five seconds, within that five seconds, it's been seen, and you can't get rid of it. So once you put it out there, you put it out there, and you have to know that there's consequences of it, because I'll be honest with you, I myself, since, you know, we're in the middle of Black Lives Movement, I, you know, what is it, the Black Lives Movement saga? <laughs> is that what we should call it now? <laughs> the ballad um, of Black Lives Movement. Yes, really. Um, there's some businesses that I will no longer shop at. Um, and here's what I base it on. And people may think I'm wrong about it or right about it. I don't give a fuck what you think is what I'm going to do. I look on people's Instagram uh, pages and including companies, and if they have not made a post about the state of the world right now, or if they did not do Blackout Tuesday, I don't follow them anymore. And I won't give them my business anymore either because I want to spend money with a company who values me, uh, my people, and acknowledge the struggles that are going on right now. 
And if you can't do that, then you don't need my money. Yeah, are these people going to go bankrupt? Probably not, but that's just something that I do for me. And it's hurtful. It's really hurtful when you go and you, like for boutiques, you know, I own a boutique, so I look and see what other people are doing it as a consumer, not to copy or anything like that, but as a consumer. And it is really hurtful when you see places that you have spent money on not even acknowledge what's going on in the world. And I'm just like, we got to break up. We're done. We're over. I can't. Uh-uh. Nope. So do you think it's it's business's obligation to comment on social things that they have nothing to do with? They socially want my motherfucking money. So, yeah, I do think that it is. How hard is that to do that? Oh, I didn't say it was hard. No, no, just, I'm just I mean, saying yeah. in the grand scheme of things, how hard is that to say we acknowledge that our African-American customers are going through something. This is this is not just an American thing. This is a global thing. And we it, some form of acknowledgement. Shit, I don't even care if you got to put a black dot. Some form of acknowledgement is not hard to do because you know what? That that little recognition could change someone's whole day. So it's more of a if they show some level of solidarity, that's important. Acknowledgement. It's important. It is important. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I just I think there's a point when I don't care what my plumber thinks. Oh, right. no, no, no. Like, when it comes I mean, to shit and piss, that's totally different. <laughs> okay. Okay? That's a... No, you need to get your ass over here. I don't care if you fucking have a KKK t-shirt on. I need this plumbing situation to be fixed immediately. Yeah, so it, it, it sucks. And, you know, it just seems like a lot of these um, Bravo liberties or reality TV show stars, a lot of them have lost their jobs for stupid shit that they said. Here's the thing. If I know I did something wrong and there is a whole social movement going on revolving around that thing, I'm going to out myself. You know what? On this day, I was drunk, I was high, and I was hungry, and I posted this stupid shit. You know what? I did this. I am sorry. Can I make a donation? But no, these motherfuckers wait till someone else calls them, calls them out about it. And these, these stations are not playing because you know what? Money is power, and if these companies start losing money from African Americans, and it's not just us, there's other races that relate to what we're going through and want to support it, and they start shopping, and green is the color that matters more than anything. So what do you think about when somebody does something, let's say 10 years ago, that was okay given social conditions then, and now it gets a different lens? Do, do you think that the past is always subject to the judgment of the present? I mean, I could go through a checklist. So in 1997, <laughs> you put I fucks with niggas. Okay, so since that time, have you actually <laughs> fucked a nigga? Okay, you have. How many did you? Four, okay. In the last three, oh, your girlfriend black? Okay, 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 okay. How many black family cookouts? One, just one. Did you stay the whole time or did you leave early? You stayed the whole, okay. Did you eat the barbecue and the potato salad? Did you bring a dish? Okay, okay, okay. Did you vote for Obama? You did? Okay, okay. So what I've calculated here is that it's, we're going to go ahead this one time, and we're going to let that one post, we're going to let it slide. But what we, what we need you to do is make a generous donation to Black Lives Matter, and I need you to wear a T-shirt that say, I ain't about shit for a week. And we'll just, yes, you can keep all your sponsors. Carry on. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, like for example, there is um, 
on Team Mom OG. Not that anybody is fucking watching that shit anymore. Uh, but one of the guys on there, Corey, he's dating a girl who, you know, there was a show actually about that. She had made, she had made a tweet about how she's scared when black customers come into the store. And so, um, Corey's other baby mama checked her about that. She's like, look, I'm black. My baby's black. You're going to be around my baby. I need to know, or is this how you view black people? And, you know, they had that discussion, and then she got knocked up by Corey, so now she got a half-black baby. But you know what? Her ass still got fired by MTV. It's just, it's right now, it's how everyone's in hypersensitive mode, so it is what it is. But I do think that it makes a difference if you break the news first. So what about the Golden Girls? I mean, it's the fucking Golden Girls. Look, leave the Golden Girls, leave all gay people out of it, okay? <laughs> the world is not the world that we live in anymore if we get rid of the fucking Golden Girls and gay people. Just let them do what we want. If a gay man wants to have blackface on and eyelashes, I'm okay with that. I really am. You know, the, I, damn near all the damn Golden Girls are dead except for Betty Wright, and no one fucks with Betty, uh, Betty White. So it's some of this stuff, I think we talked about this the other day. If you go back and look at old cartoons, that shit was beyond racist. Oh, Warner Brothers. Like, oh, oh man. It, 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 was, it was straight up racist. At the same time, that was the state of the world back then, too. So, so it's a question of do you accept it for what it was and teach people from it? Or do you say, no one should ever see that again? Right? Ain't nobody watch a Bugs Bunny from that long ago anymore. Well, no, but, that, but my point is, is that do you, do you erase history or do you learn from it? <sighs> we ain't learned shit in all this time, so we ain't going to learn <laughs> anything about it now. That was just like when they were saying they were going to get rid of uh, Gone with the Wind. I think you made that post. That's when we got into that argument that day. And someone goes, well, if everyone gets rid of everything, how are we going to learn? Bitch, you from Orange, Texas. That movie was made in 1930s. You ain't learned shit. So who cares? It, I don't think that they should get rid of the movie nor the book. I don't. But at the same time, I don't think that white people should be using. But, well, how are we going to learn? I don't know. Go to a fucking soup kitchen in Harlem they learn something about black history I don't know don't use that as your excuse you know what I'm saying you it, up until the time that they said they were gonna get rid of those things that's when it really bothered you but the actual black lives movement doesn't bother you yeah I think for for white people it's just it's like that's a what a 70 or 60 50 however however long year old it is right and, and all of a sudden it's bad like it's been good Every other year and moment and second it's existed, but all of a sudden this whole new lens is right. applied to history, and now we all have to act like either A, it was always bad and we were secretly against changing it, or it really wasn't bad until right now when we decide to look at it in a way that makes it bad. It's, I'm it's just going to put it out like this. Right? Look, at this point in time, all white people, with the exception of Post Malone, Eminem, Future James, Robert De Niro, Justin Timberlake need to just shut the fuck up. Like we fucks with them white boys, okay? We fucks white women, y'all. If y'all, I don't know, y'all may not say nigger and shit like that, but sometimes y'all be your eyes be saying nigger. Those are the only white people we really fuck with right now, okay? Uh, the rest of y'all, <laughs> hiatus. We'll let you know when you can speak it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. My bad. 
Prince Harry can speak, and all the Kennedys can speak, and Bill Clinton too, okay? Yeah, they, they all got the black card. They could continue, continue speaking. All right, when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about the new breed of social media influencers. And also, I think that it's time that I have my own reality TV show, and we're going to go ahead and write up, what do you call it? What do you call it when you write up the idea? It's a pitch. We're going to pitch this shit, so we'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Hey guys, as many of you know, I'm a big advocate for female-owned businesses. Recently, I found Fixed, which is not only a female-owned business, but a black female-owned business, and they sell adult toys. Let me introduce you to Puckish. This has truly made the quarantine a lot more fun. Not only is this chargeable, but it lasts up to six hours, and it is super flexible, soft, and it is made by, or with silicone. It has 12, yes, 12 vibration speeds. I use other adult toys, and it's usually a minimum of three to five, okay? And this right here, this rose gold setting right here makes things really, really soft, and let me just tell you, this whole thing will provide a variety of fun. So if you're looking for a new vibrator, make sure to check out Fixed, and that's Fixed, P-H-I-X, and it is female and a black-owned business. Remember, folks, that's www.letsfix.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Look, I really, really need you guys to go to Instagram and follow me. I am fucking, I'm in a competition with some other people who don't know I'm in a competition with them. And I want to get more followers than they do. Plus, I hear once I hit a certain amount of followers, they start paying me for shit. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. All right, so I will say this. Sorry, Producer James. I know I keep hitting my mic. I'm sorry. My it's okay. My titties be doing it. But it'd be okay if my titties did it. He'd be like, that's fine. That's fine. We can work that in. That's fine. But if I accidentally touch it with my hands, oh, really, Keisha? Y'all don't see him, but he's back here doing this, making faces. But if my titties do it, everything's okay. It's all right. So um, when we were on lockdown, like, I was really on lockdown because they were pretty much telling anyone who has a suppressed uh, immune system such as I do with lupus, that we needed to stay in the house. And for three weeks, I was in the house. I did not go outside at all. When I did go outside, I finally just told my mom and James, I'm like, I'm going to CVS, okay? I'm going by myself. I'm going to drive myself and pay for my own things. 
But boy, when I walked in there, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is everyone behind this big plastic thing? Why are there paw prints on the ground telling me where to stand? It was a whole new world. So I was really on lockdown and I, for the first time ever, really started to follow certain people like social media influencers. I never really, I would follow celebrities and people that I like, um, of course, family and friends, but I never really thought about the whole influencer thing. And I actually found something that I really, really like. Uh, my favorite one being Amber Massey. <laughs> James calls, he says, I have a girl crush on Amber Massey. I just love everything about her. She's so different from me, but I just, just love her, right? I am on her page every day, twice a day. I, in the morning time, I need to see what Amber and her kids are up to. At nighttime, I need to see if Amber still looks all dewy and fresh and pretty like she did in the morning. And she did, and I like to see what her kids are up to. And then her husband has a pretty smile. It's always like when Jordan's on there. Anyway, so I fell underneath the whole social influencer thing. But I noticed something. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but do you have to have like three plus kids now to be a social media influencer? These bitches have batches of kids. Like, I don't see any that are just like, I have one. Like, me, I just, one was enough. I, I, it, it was good. They're expensive. They're loud. Uh, they're needy. I'm talking about the kids and husband. So I just did one. Just, just one. But yeah, is this a new thing? Because, okay, a lot, oh, this is another thing. Maybe it's just the social media influencers that I'm following. A lot of them have fertil fertility issues, so they discuss that, and they will talk about how they had lots of issues, and then bam, they were like rabbits. They just kept getting pregnant. And then there's some that have like, okay, I have 15 kids. Now I feel like I need to adopt three more. And I'm just like, is this what it's going to take for me to be big? on the interwebs, because if it is, can I have poodles instead of the kids? I can dress them up every day and I can drop them off at school. I can do that and I can be puppy mom friends with the other puppy moms, but I can't do no, I can't do more kids. Like five kids, I, I, don't, I don't know how they do it. And then they all look so fresh and so clean. I mean, they just, they're Wonder Bread white people. Like, they just, and then some of them, they start adopting kids of different races and shit. And then they talk about how they have to YouTube how to do the little black girl's hair. It just, I don't know. It, it's weird. Is, the, is this what you have to do? I mean, is it a book that says, look, in order to be a successful social media star? Okay, wait. None of these bitches are black. <laughs> I just thought about it. All <laughs> uh, the black social media influencer, they all got contracts with Fashion Nova. So maybe they, I just need to go over there. I need to go over there with the crew that don't know who all their baby daddies are, the ones who are wearing wigs, the ones that got eyelashes all the way out to here. I need to get on with them and get the hookup with Fashion Nova Curve and be an influencer. What do you think, Producer James? Make this shit happen. I will do my best. Because the other uh, way around, I just, I can't. Well, it's funny because you said they always look so happy and fresh-faced. With and, kids, and, with that many kids. But you've always told me social media is what you want people to see. Oh, it is. It, I, but I, I guess I don't want people to see that of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
I don't. Um, I literally have to. So producer James won't say, hey, you haven't made a post. Or da, 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 da. You only going to get pictures of me on the one or two days a week that I wear makeup. I may change my shirt so it can look like it's from a different day, but that's it. And nine times out of ten, there's not going to be people in the picture with me because it's still the same goddamn day. So I don't know how they do it, but I guess when you're getting paid for shit, uh, it makes a huge difference. I guess so. But there is a bad flip side. So I had never heard of this person <laughs> until recently, and I'm still stuck in the middle of, is this shit really fucked up or is this shit so funny you couldn't even write it? There is a influencer, her, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you pronounce her name, Mika or Micah Stufer or Stofer. Basically, she's the bitch who became YouTube famous. She's already got like three kids. See what I'm saying? Three kids, three, two. She has two or three kids. And then they were, they followed her family going through the adoption process of a child from one of those Asian co countries. I can't, I can't remember. Philippines or one of those? China. China. Probably not China. Not, not, not right now. <laughs> quarantine kid. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I can't remember, but he's Asian. And I remember when this story hit and I said, are you kidding me okay so this woman has been able to buy a new home live a very nice lifestyle for she her husband and kids because of all the sponsorship that they have been getting talking about I think they talked about some infertility and then adoption okay and so once they adopted the son I think his name is Huxley they started documenting that as well on their YouTube channel. But then people started to notice that Huxley, he wasn't around no more. Mm -mm, no, not even like in the background, off camera, asking for milk and cookies. No, he was just completely gone. And that led to people asking, where's Huxley? Because the only reason why we followed you is because we related to what you were going through and da 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 da. So she and her husband, <laughs> just, uh, you might have shit a lot. They made a statement on their YouTube channel. And when I say this word, it is not the word that I am choosing, it is the word that they fucking used. They said, we rehomed. Huxley. No, Hux, Huxley's not a dog. It's a person. And they rehomed him. I don't even like when fucking people say that about animals. Like, I don't like that. She put him in the same category as when you get a pit bull, because you're all on that pit bull lives matter kick. <laughs> then the pit bull bites your baby's ankle. So you got to rehome the pit bull. That is how they describe what they did to the child who was autistic on top of that. Mm. Now y'all know how these autistic moms are. Them bitches know they don't really like their kids, but on social media, they are all about lighting it up blue.
And I say that because producer James has an autistic child. And sometimes, do we like him all the time? We love him all, all the, time. the time. But like, eh. sometimes it's difficult. It, it, it is a challenge. But to be fair. But I would never rehome him. But to be fair, <laughs> we don't like Scholar that much either. True. At all. And I, for the right amount of money, I would rehome her ass. Okay, so back to the story. So they post this video that's saying, you know, letting people know that Huxley is no longer. They fucking named him Huxley. That's. That was problem number that one. That was problem number one right there. The adoption agency should not, they should have said, you know what? If this is what y'all are going to name him, we're going to go ahead and place him with somebody else, okay? Yeah, he didn't look like a Huxley. N no, he looked like a... a <laughs> go ahead. A Lee. Okay. Tongue. Win. You're adopting an Asian child into an all-white family. Let him hold on to some of his goddamn heritage. At least give him an Asian name. <laughs> Moving along. So they posted this YouTube video, and then I think it became like an FBI situation because people were demanding to know, what did you do with this child? You said you rehomed him. So is he in a kennel at an animal shelter? Did you send him back to China? And, oh. Because sometimes when you tell a kid you rehomed a dog, that means you put him down. Yeah, 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 it's dead. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it is dead. And that's when you start slowly incorporating all dogs go to heaven into the video <laughs> rotation at home. Um, so the viewers got really concerned, and rightfully so, because this even got my attention. I don't even like kids that much. And I'm like... Damn, so they just, they they adopted a kid, then put him up for adoption. Where'd they do that at? I didn't even know you could do, I didn't know you could even do that. You adopt a child internationally, which means it was even harder. And then you decide, she basically said, this isn't, wasn't what we signed up for. It was a lot harder than what we thought. But what if it had been their biological child? Would they have... Rehomed it to, I don't know. I have so many feelings about this situation. One being, I have been with producer James since his son was two years old. And oh, trust me, there were some years in there that were horrible raising a child with autism, okay? Producer James, did you ever think about rehoming him? Never thought about rehoming him. So I guess what they've taught everyone is keep them receipts. Basically, I like to return this child. It's something that's not acting right. The the batteries weren't included. I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, and the best thing is uh, the Asian kids are kind of like Hyundai's. They keep their value longer than the American kids do. I just I I don't know what emotion to attach onto this situation. For one thing, I do understand the mom. She goes, I failed as a mom, bitch. You're right. You did fail with a. Fucking red F. You failed. And she, you can tell she does feel, she feels bad, okay? And I get it. Because there was some times that when, there was times where I didn't know if I could be with James because of his child's behavior. It was, it was tough. It was hard, but you, you kind of keep going through it. I think my question is, if this had been their biological child, well, I guess she would have just gave it up for adoption. But she she did a double adoption. She adopted a child and gave it up for adoption. 
I mean, I wonder that they pay her for the child when she put it up for adoption. It's no, just weird. It's just crazy. I don't think you get your money back. I don't oh, you don't get your money back? No, I don't think it's a deposit. But see, no, this is what I'm saying. So you know how you have to pay money to adopt a child? So when she, someone else adopted the child that she had adopted, I wonder if she charged him. Or she just said, you know what? Give me a $30 rehoming fee, and we're good. It's like a restocking <laughs> fee. Think, I know. <laughs> I guess Walmart. Yeah, I, she's <laughs> never, ever going to live down the fa- And I have to agree. that When she said rehome, I was like, God damn, re- really? She needs to do like a, a long-form follow-up. Like tell everything uh, it's about it. Too it's too late. It's too. She should have done that to begin with. Yeah, I guess so. And like with the whole when I said, you know, if you made racist tweets twenty years ago, you need to be the person to bring that to light right now. She should have been the one to bring it to light, but she didn't say anything until people started asking questions about, hey, where's that Asian kid you adopted? We don't see him anymore. Hey, is he going to like that special school for autistic kids? That's what I would have said. I'd have been like, we made a decision. He in a boarding school. It's top rate. It's for children with autism. That's where he at. And it's none of your fucking business unless you want to pay me some money to help me pay for his education. But no, they fucked up when they they fucked up by not telling the truth at first. I think people would have been a lot more understanding, but their career as fucking YouTubers and sponsorship, that's gone. You could you could absolutely put it out there like we tried, we were inadequate, we right. were prepared. Yeah, you could have salvaged that for sure. But you know, just saying, hey, I we put the kid the kids at a farm now. He's running around, he's very happy. Look, I <laughs> look, I don't shock very easily, but this really shocked me. Like, okay, for example, how many times have I said James? The cat is driving me insane. We're going to find him a new home. 20 minutes later, but that's my baby. That's my baby. Why didn't that kick in with her? Because <laughs> I understand in moments of frustration, you're like, oh, you know, go. You know what? You need to go. You tell the kid, go in there with your dad. You know, it's one of those things. And they're like, come here, baby. Come eat a cupcake. But they actually went through the whole process. I didn't. Is it even legal to adopt a child and put the child up for adoption? Is that legal? I don't know that it is. I'm sure it is. I mean, or else they wouldn't say anything at all. And then you know what? It, it gets worse. Oof. Oh, this bitch. Whoever is her PR should be fired immediately. They went on to kind of blame it on the fact that they adopted a child inter- internationally and didn't get all of the correct information about the child. Well, but here's the thing, though. Don't you have to, like, meet the kid, interact with them for a bit? Like, it's not just, like, getting from a catalog and they show up. I don't think it's the same internationally. I think it is a – that's why so many people adopt kids from other countries. It's really hard to adopt a child in America. If you go to Russia, they just, I mean, as soon as you get off the plane, they got the kids right there. <laughs> They're just throwing you a Singing kid. little songs and, uh, you know, it's a small world after all. <laughs> and then they do, like, their gymnastics trick tricks and things like that. So, yeah, it's really easy to, pre- you can just pretty much go to another country and say, I want that one, and you got the money, okay. It's just really hard here in the USA. So, of course, now, um, all of the people who sponsor them and, Pretty much how they were earning a living have backed out of it. That one, I I just feel like I don't 
even know what the right thing would have been to do in that situation. I don't, I don't probably keep your kid number one. Let's start there. There are so many different types of programs and therapy and mom support groups. I just I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know if what. If they felt as though they were not well equipped to handle this, but it just keeps going back. It, would they have done the same thing if this were their biological child? No. I, I don't think they would have either. I would honestly either. say no. I have to agree, and I don't agree with producer James very often, but I'm going to have to agree with him. I don't think that they would have well, because, done, well, done the same thing because it's their, chi- it's their it's child. It's their child. And That's also, the fucked up part about and it. Let's be honest. It's a lot harder to get rid of your own kid. Nowadays, yeah. you can't just like you can't just like it used to be back in the old days. You could take them to like an asylum, and you just forget mm-hmm. they ever exist. I think they to tried to do that. At first. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first thing they tried, Option and that didn't one. work. Um, and it, and it it sucks because what it does is it puts a light on a, a adoptive parents. Right. Because, you know, a few years back, there was this whole big thing about people saying that a child is adopted or an adopted child is never loved like a real child. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That was during the whole time with the movie Orphan. One of my favorite movies came out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a fucked up situation. And I... What it does is is it it, it really makes you, like you said, it puts a bad light on it when there are so many kids that are adopted and loved unconditionally. Unconditionally, yes, yes. I mean, yes. And I don't think that these two assholes are... It kind of falls back in line to what I said. A lot of social media influencers, it's like that you have a lot of kids. Uh, and I'm not saying all. I, mean, I, I would hope that all of them are genuinely wanting to adopt children. Not these fuckers, though. Uh, because they love and want to give these children a good life. Uh, but this situation is just... Uh, I, it's a shitty one. It really, really is, and do I think that they're kind of shitty people? A little bit, yes, but, and I, yes, and then I do understand it, and I also understand the fact that this child, if this child displayed any kind of violence, you want to protect the other kids who just so happen to be your biological kids. I, I don't know. I do feel as though there could have been a better way to do this, Starting with not using the word rehoming, because I'm like, did you deworm him first? <laughs> this it just sounds like a de-worm. damn animal. I just did you deworm one, I, him? Did you delouse him? Did I don't you? think people can get over that one, and I don't blame them. It's just like, I'm sure if you have made a career being a YouTuber, you should practice the shit that you say before you say it. Somebody didn't do that that day when they decided to use rehome. Yeah, let's. I mean, let's just hope that in he's the end, a the good kid place. went to a better space. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. All right, he's so. been on to a better place. <laughs> I don't think the little boy can take being put up for adoption again. That's traumatizing. Uh, well, it may not be to him. Is even. Ah, yeah. eh. All right, so when we get back, uh, we're going to do my reality TV show pitch, and we're also going to have the Black Draft. What does that say? 
Black We're Draft 2020. Black Draft 2020. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you about another product that was sent to me by Fix. This is Heart Eyes Vibrator, and this one is made specifically for direct contact with your clitoris. Let me tell you that sometimes when you've had a hard day, you've been dealing with your husband, dealing with the kids, you're trying to make sure dinner's on the table, and you really just need to have some time with yourself and have some extreme pleasure, this is what you want. It comes with its own battery, it's small, and let me tell you, this is so easy to just put in your underwear drawer. No one is going to even know what it is. Um, I will tell you to be prepared for great pleasure super fast. If you're interested in ordering the Heart, heart Eyes Vibrator or the Puckish Vibrator, go to www.letsphix.com. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Um, you know, Producer James has been watching our numbers, and our numbers are going up. So, people, y'all are really actually listening to the show. It is the weirdest thing in the world to me, but I truly appreciate it. Look, I, my goal is to, you know, this world is crazy. If you guys listen to our show every week for one hour and you get to fucking laugh, then I'm happy about it. Uh, yes, we're loud, we're rude, we're crude. But at the same time, we're like the PTO parents in real life. <laughs> this right here allows us to let those inner demons that we have come out because um, we don't feel like we're judged right here, you know. We have to go out into the world and, you know, be part of HOA, follow HOA rules and, you know, drive the speed limit and things like that. So we appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Um, but I think it's time that, I glow up. I think I need my own reality TV show. I just, people tell me that all the time. Um, I've got the killer looks for television, okay? This mug right here should not be hidden. So I think it's time for me to have my own show, but I don't know exactly what the show would be about. Okay, maybe I do. All right, so, <laughs> and, and all of these are gonna be real life things, okay? I'm a loud Libra, lupus warrior, <laughs> uh, feminist. Would you say I'm a feminist? I would say so. Feminist. I don't need no man, woman, who's married to a white, ginger bearded, comes from a, should we say, racist family? <laughs> no, let's not. Semi. <laughs> Uh, racist background, is that better? Southern, that, old Southern family. Um, engineer, woodworking man. I got knocked up with the kid <laughs> at age 21. I was a single mom. James was married, had an autistic child. Now we... <laughs> Run and own three businesses, have a house of the animals. My mother lives with us, and my mom and James are the perfect couple. I mean, they <laughs> when they talk about the ideal couple, it's my mom and James. Um, what else? We have a uh, now an 18-year-old daughter. Who's going to get slapped the fuck out any given yeah. day now. Um, I have an obsession with animals. 
Uh, we're getting ready to build our dream home. I am trying to break out into the world of D-list celebrity life. Um, and I'm obsessed with the reality TV. But I also do a lot of community work. A lot of community service. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I'm trying to think what the concept of the show would be. I mean, so many of these uh, shows are, are just following somebody around and getting good footage of their day-to-day. -day. Well, producer James fucks up my chances of being on Black Love because I could have been on that show. Uh, I think you have a good chance of being on something like BET because you are the dominant force. Not on the show, Black Love. What is Black Love? It's about Black Love. What does that mean? When a black woman and a black man are together. Well, what about blackish love? No. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. How many shows are there that focus on actual interracial couples? Like that is the premise of the show. That's not even a show anymore because that's every fucking commercial that comes on nowadays <laughs> is an interracial couple. Oh so God. I think we're good there. I think we all get the point. Um, I don't know. I, you know what, you guys, if you can think of a concept of our show, just, yeah, send us a message. DM us or something like that or email us at LibreLoungeRadio at gmail.com and let us know what a concept of our reality TV show. Now, wait. Let me go back, because I said our reality TV show. No, my reality TV show, okay? Because I'm going to be the star. I think my show would be a mix of Anna Nicole Smith's show, Ooh. The Rural Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, and New Jersey, Chris Lee Knows Best. A dash of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. And... You should be the adult version of Toddlers and Tierras. Bam, there it is. All right. Okay, so I am super excited about this with all of the race relations going on in the world today. And, you know, I'm very pro Black Lives Matter, but there's some fucking black folks that I don't want to fuck with no more. So it is most definitely time for the Black Draft 2020. All right. So producer James has a list, which I don't know why he included himself in this, but we're just going to let him make it today. He can use his black card, me, this one time. I have my list of black people who I am willing to trade, and we have not talked to each other, so I have no idea who's on his list, and he doesn't know who's on my list. So we'll let you go first. Okay. Mine is, we will take Cardi B. Wait, we as who? So we, white people. Okay, white people. Okay, so you're going to trade white people for non-white people. Yes. I'm Got gonna, you. Right. Because you're going to say which black people you would give Back. up. Give up. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Right. All right. So, I'm gonna so go you're going to give up white people. Yeah, I'm going to give up white people. <sighs> okay, gotcha. I'm going to take Cardi B mm -hmm. and replace her with Dr. Seuss. Because I at least want to enjoy listening to somebody who I can't fucking understand. So that's. I don't think you get the concept of the draft. <laughs> no, I really do, because I'm taking Cardi B. Okay. And I'm giving you, giving black people, y'all can have Dr. Seuss. Okay. Because if I'm going to hear somebody sing about flim flam flibbity flibbity, I want to enjoy it as opposed to what Cardi B does. So oh. I, want, I want my rap to uh -huh. at least be feel more like a Dr. Seuss story uh -huh. than having to listen to Cardi B's literate ass. Okay. All so right. That's my pick. Cardi All B right. for Dr. Seuss. So, 
I, as an, a black woman, <laughs> would like to trade Stacey Dash, I just, oof. even having to speak her name, I don't even like giving it life like that. We don't want Stacey Dash no more. She fucking forgot that she started off way back when in that damn movie with Richard Pryor moving before she started bleaching her skin. I think she thinks we have all forgotten that she is Damon Dash's cousin. And I think she forgot that she played the role of Dion, the black character in Clueless. Cause the bitch is just like, she, she, she's lost her mind. We don't want her anymore. So we're gonna trade her in for John Wick. Now, some of you may be confused. Some of you would say, no, no, you mean Keanu Reeves. No fucking race is good enough for Keanu Reeves, okay? He is an angelic being that is up here. So we will take John Wick. I will take John Wick, um, Oh, a whole bunch of black people. Well, for right now, we're going to trade, and we want John Wick instead of, instead of Stacey Dash. Okay. I like that one. Who's your next one? Next one. We will take Morgan Freeman, mm -hmm. and we'll give you back Kanye West. Mm. I think it's a win-win. Well, <laughs> Kanye been doing okay lately. Can we do, we trade him in if he saw about Donna's hair blonde? Can we trade him in then? Wait, can you give him? Wait, can you rehome well, him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> rehome him. Like if he started at dyed his hair blonde and wearing those blue contacts, we're gonna rehome him and give him to the white people. Okay, so basically, if he starts acting and dressing like Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man, exactly, we get him back. Yes, 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 yes. Right now, he's pretty calm. Okay. okay yeah, deal. he he deal. he's okay right now. All right. Okay. So, Terry Crews. What's wrong with Terry Crews? So much. <laughs> So I love, much. I love Terry Crews. Terry Crews is so awful right now that Beyonce's Beyonce's mom, Tina Knowles, had to cap his ass. He is the epitome of a fucking Uncle Tom. Somebody go get that boy some tap shoes. Size 13. He, ever since he came out saying that that white man tried to jack him off or look at his balls or whatever the situation was, he never forgot that he's black. I, I just don't get it. Like... We don't want Terry Crews anymore. We we don't want Terry Crews from Norbit. We don't want him. We don't want Terry Crews from White Chicks. We don't no no more Terry. Like, and then then he isn't he hosting America's Got Talent? I so, think that's what really did him in. So what did he say that was so? He bad? says stupid stuff like he's totally against Black Lives Matter. Anytime someone makes something like a, a big statement about what's going on in regards to black people, here comes his uncle Tom tap dancing ass. <laughs> now, let me explain it. No, we don't want that. So we're going to give you guys Terry Crews and we'll take Steve Bug Eye Bushimi. Bushimi, yes. Wow. Yes. Why? I don't know. He always seems like he got a little thug in him. <laughs> so we'll take him. All right. He's a great person. Yes, he is. That's yeah, why we want okay. him instead of Terry Crews. Okay. All right. All right. My next one, we will take Drake, and we'll give you any teenage boy with the same voice. Because I'm tired of hearing him sing about thug life shit, and he sounds like he's about to hit puberty. I'm tired of it. So we'll take him. We'll get him through puberty. We'll get him some, some real bass in his voice, and he can come back after that. 
you're not really good at this. I think I'm good. I think you're pretty horrible at it. And um, Drake, I like you. Hey, Drake. <laughs> Kiki, do you love me? You know? Hey. All right. So we will, as black people, Candace Owens. Let me explain something to y'all. That's my girl. Anytime you see a black woman with the lack of straightener on her hair and wears that hairstyle like Candace Owens, she ain't about shit, okay? We will trade, we will give you guys, gladly give you guys on a white platter, Candace Owens, and we'll just take powder. Because at least he have, like, you know, extraordinary, like, energies, and he can, like, see the future or some kind of shit like that. But you mean the, 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 the character totally powder. white character powder? Yeah. Okay. The one that got shrilled by lightning powder. Yeah. We'll take him. That's how much we don't want Candace Owens. We will even take a non-real person who had no eyebrows and no eyelashes. <laughs> and who was the whitest of white? The so whitest of white. Are you tr tr trying to say you're trading white for white? Kind of, sort of? Yeah, bit? she off-white, so, though. So why, why do people hate Candace Owens? She never says anything that is a lie. It's always technically or statistically true. People just hate when a black person tells black people about black things that are true. Yeah, moving right along. Do you have another person? Yeah, I want to save mine for last. All right, so I have two more. So Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron. <laughs> Who is he? I'm sure you guys have seen his picture. You probably thought that uh, it was like a, a, a screenshot from the movie... Uh, Get out, because that's what it fucking looks like. This is the motherfucker who has not had any charges filed against the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor. But what he did do was he released some pictures from his engagement party. He was the only motherfucking black person there. Period. Ooh. Yeah. So we will trade him in. Oh. We want Maurice from the Planet of the Apes. We'll take him with his sign language and all of that. He about that life. So we're going to take Maurice, <laughs> the orangutan, from mean Planet from, of the Apes, Caesar's the BFF. No, the new one, the, the new one, one. So the new one, the new one. Yes. yes. <laughs> Caesar's best friend, we're going to take Maurice. All right. I have one more. And this one may be a little bit controversial, but this is what I really, truly believe. Meghan Markle. Okay, look. Is she if, black? Her mom's black. Okay, sorry. If her white side of her family was not the fucking trashiest of white people that they are, she would much rather claim them than her black mom, okay? But in this fucked up situation, it's the black person who knows how to act right, okay? You guys can say what you want about Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle does not want to be black, okay? She, she just doesn't. If she could scrub the black off of her, she would. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and give you guys even more than y'all already have her. Meghan Markle for any white frozen embryo. We'll just, we'll just start from scratch with it, okay? Build the, person, build the baby up and to be about all people. So, yes, you take Meghan, we'll take any frozen embryo. Just anyone. But it has to be a white frozen embryo. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. Okay. Those are all of mine. All right. My last one. This is going to be controversial. Oh, boy. Hopefully we, it won't be fucking boring like all the other ones that you told. We'll take Al Sharpton off your hands. Okay. And we'll give you Donald Trump. Nope. Not going to do it. Nope. We will keep Al Come Sharpton on. and his perm, his pressed hair. Oh, no. Nope. We I will not take totally Trump. Fair. 
I, I you I know what? I think it's an even trade. If you really want to, I mean, really, it's 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 not going to improve things on either side. Well, I'm just saying, if we're going for like level of hate from either side, yeah, I mean, that well. wasn't even. You know what? That one can almost be like a court ordered visitation. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you take Al this weekend. We're gonna take the whole, and then at the end of the month, we're gonna switch. Yeah, it's just, it's got to be a case that, that's like fucking twins right there, and it, it's like the parent trap. All right, you take this twin and move to Europe, I'll stay in California with this twin, and when the motherfuckers get to be around teenagers, maybe they'll find one another and fuck up the world. I, I, that's how I see it right there. That's just, yeah. Two assholes with bad hair. Two ass, two stupid ass assholes right there. So, anyway... <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in today, and we will see you next week. Remember to stay sucker free. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.